Welcome to Daily Prayer, a ministry of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We'll be here with you every day throughout the COVID-19 emergency. I'm Pastor Bob Schaefer. It's good to see you. Today is Friday, May 8th, the Friday before the fifth Sunday of Easter. Let's take a moment of silence now as we begin. We begin with a lighted candle. A candle burning in the darkness has long been a symbol of hope. We light this candle as a sign of our strong hope that God is with us no matter what comes. The candle also reminds us that Jesus said we would be lights for the world. We're called to live generously and graciously, taking care of one another in the name of Jesus. Please join me if you'd like in lighting a candle in your own home now. Let's pray. Almighty God, your Son, Jesus Christ, is the way, the truth, and the life. Give us grace to love one another, to follow in the way of his commandments, and to share his risen life with all the world. For he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now we turn to the words of Holy Scripture, beginning with Psalm 31. In you, O Lord, I have taken shelter. Never let me be humiliated. Vindicate me by rescuing me. Listen to me, quickly deliver me. Be my protector and refuge, a stronghold where I can be safe. For you are my high ridge and my stronghold. For the sake of your own reputation, you lead me and guide me. You will free me from the net they hid for me, for you are my place of refuge. Into your hand I entrust my life. You will rescue me, O Lord, the faithful God. You determine my destiny. Rescue me from the power of my enemies and those who chase me. Smile on your servant. Deliver me because of your faithfulness. Our readings continue in the book of Exodus, the third chapter. Now Moses was shepherding the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to the mountain of God, to Horeb. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from within a bush. He looked, and the bush was ablaze with fire, but it was not consumed. So Moses thought, I will turn aside to see this amazing sight. Why does the bush not burn up? When the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look, God called to him from within the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. God said, do not approach any closer. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you are standing is holy ground. He added, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. Then Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. I have come down to deliver them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land 
to a land that is both good and spacious, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the region of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. And now, indeed, the cry of the Israelites has come to me, and I have also seen how severely the Egyptians oppressed them. So now, go, and I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, or that I should bring the Israelites out of Egypt? He replied, Surely I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that I have sent you. When you bring the people out of Egypt, you and they will serve God on this mountain. And finally, in the Acts of the Apostles, the seventh chapter, we read this. Then the high priest said to Stephen, Are these things true? So he replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our forefather Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia, before he settled in Haran, and said to him, Go out from your country and from your relatives, and come to the land I will show you. Then he went out from the country of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After his father died, God made him move to the country where you now live. He did not give any of it to him for an inheritance, not even a foot of ground, yet God promised to give it to him as his possession and to his descendants after him, even though Abraham as yet had no child. But God spoke as follows. Your descendants will be foreigners in a foreign country whose citizens will enslave them and mistreat them for 400 years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, said God, and after these things they will come out of there and worship me in this place. Then God gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision, and so he became the father of Isaac and circumcised him when he was eight days old. And Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob of the twelve patriarchs. The patriarchs, because they were jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles and granted him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who made him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Then a famine occurred throughout Egypt and Canaan, causing great suffering, and our ancestors could not find food. So when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our ancestors there the first time. On their second visit, Joseph made himself known to his brothers again, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. So Joseph sent a message and invited his father Jacob and all his relatives to come, 75 people in all. So Jacob went down to Egypt and died there, along with our ancestors, and their bones were later moved to Shechem and placed in the tomb that Abraham had bought for a certain sum of money from the sons of Hamor in Shechem. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now that we've been refreshed by God's word, let's take some time to pray together. I'd like to invite you to pray out loud with me. Don't be embarrassed that you're praying with a video screen. I'm praying in an empty room right now, and yet, despite the strangeness of it, our technology is joining us in prayer right now, no matter when and where we are. In that spirit, let's pray. 
Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Give us the joy of your saving help again, and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Give peace in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Keep the nations under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and sustain me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come before you. Almighty and merciful God, you are the only source of health and healing. You alone can bring calmness and peace. Grant to all of our neighbors who are ill an awareness of your presence and a strong confidence in you. In their pain, weariness, and anxiety, surround them with your care, protect them by your loving might, and grant to them once again the gifts of health and strength and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of earth and air, water and fire, height and depth, we pray for those who work in danger, who rush in to bring hope and help and comfort when others flee to safety, whose mission is to seek and save, serve and protect, and whose presence embodies the protection of Jesus the Good Shepherd. Give them caution and concern for one another, so that in safety they may do what must be done under your watchful eye. Support them in their courage and dedication that they may continue to save lives, ease pain, and mend the torn fabric of lives and social order. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, support and strengthen all those who reach out in love, concern, and prayer for the sick and distressed. In their acts of compassion, may they know that they are your instruments. In their concerns and fears, may they know your peace. In their faithful serving, may they know your steadfast love. May they not grow weary or faint-hearted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, in the stillness of our souls, we listen for your voice to know again that you are God. Quiet our restless hearts with the knowledge that you are near us, keeping watch over your own. Rekindle our faith and light the lamp of hope within our hearts. Then take us by the hand into each day that lies ahead, for where you lead, we can confidently go with Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose name we pray, amen.
Each day, I like to share with you one good thing, a bit of hopeful news, a moment of beauty, a tip to help you through the day. Today, for something a little closer to home, I'd like to offer this. Carrie and Mary are members of our congregation, the kind every pastor is grateful to have. Just as the world was starting to shut down around us, Mary had an ambulance ride to the ER. Because of the restrictions that had just been put in place, Harry and Mary were among the first couples who had to say their goodbyes at the door, not knowing when or if they'd see each other again. It's been almost two months now, the longest time that they have ever been apart since sometime in the 1970s, Harry tells me. But I am so happy to say that this week, Mary is finally scheduled to come back home. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, she'll be home with Harry. Today, I am grateful for the way that God has restored Mary and for the beautiful loyalty and love that she and Harry have shown each other throughout this ordeal. And that surely is one good thing for today. Do you have a good thing that you'd like to share with the world? Send us your photos and videos by going to bit.ly slash mygoodthing and share your tips and stories online with Pastor Schaefer on Twitter. I can't wait to hear from you. And that will do it for now. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us. We hope it's been a blessing. Please take a moment to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and tell your friends about us. Stop by and visit us online anytime at goodshepherdlife.org, and please consider making a gift to support our ongoing ministry. You'll find our PayPal address on the screen and in today's program notes. Stay well, be of good cheer, and be kind to one another. I'll see you tomorrow.